0: hello ladies and gentlemen this is mikey dangerously and welcome to another jam-packed episode of wrestling and whatever i'm your host for this evening mikey dangerously along with me as always the ben wayne and jay glow and ladies we have a lot to discuss tonight i tell you there is so much going on we weren't uh recording last week so we could talk a little bit about uh certain things that happened transpired last week but recently uh Everything's a buzz, if you will. The dirt sheets, ooh, as I like to call them, because they're what I use to wipe my ass. Uh, reported that apparently the first de facto factos will have from AEW going back to WWE is going to be none other than Cody Rhodes and maybe Brandy too, but we don't know. Uh, but again, this is all speculation. We'll we'll leave it at that. I don't know if there's been talks, but if we want to talk about this really quick, Ben, did you, uh, is it confirmed that they are in talks with going back to WWE or are they, is it just a rumor mill and and what we like to call speculation? Well, here's
1: the thing. This, this story just broke this morning Mm -hmm. from what I understand over the weekend, I've read a lot into it. I've talked with a bunch of different people about it all day, actually and um cody has been working without a contract everyone knows that um come i guess everything came to a head this weekend and him and Khan started kind of have, having a falling out the lawyers got involved and from what i understand as of yesterday cody's out of aew that's what wow. i i gather now i'm just want to stop right there. i'm a mark like everyone else i love wrestling i've been worked a billion times if i'm worked this time i will not be surprised I don't know if I believe this is not a work yet. I just think Cody and Khan could pull this off because, I mean, that's who Cody brought in to actually put back AEW in the beginning. So let's just say for argument's sake, they have some kind of talk behind closed doors that only they know about. I believe it. Unless a contract gets signed soon and we know it absolutely gets signed because you're not going to go to a major traded company, sign a contract and you're lying to them. So we got to wait to see in this one. I got to wait to see a contract or Cody move on before I say this is not at work.
0: Right, so this is a publicly. This is not a publicly traded company. AEW is a privately. No, investor. I'm talking. But if I'm they do go WWE. to WWE, yeah, yes. the the investors, all those people, kind of need to know. Unfortunately, or fortunately, just for like stock ramifications, things like that, marketplace anything. shares, anything, any small big move, it, it goes under like just review, and they just t- talk yeah. about it before they even do it. Um, there were so- some reports at. Uh, Vince was in talks with Cody. Others are saying not. Some are saying I that mean, Con, the other Con, is talking to Cody.
1: There's so, so it, much yeah. to talk
0: about here, I and
1: mean, we can't talk about everything. JLo's no. got to get you know his piece in here. But there's like things are coming around. Like they say, what if Cody doesn't go anywhere and he is a free and he buys like ROH or he buys a small promotion? and he starts bringing another promotion up. I mean, like, who knows where this goes? But right now, the story is he's going to WWE, and they said a the contract's imminent. However, you know, the only place that anyone listens to anything is Meltzer, and Meltzer said that the, they did have a falling out, and Cody is going go to go to WWE any day he wants to because he's been out of a contract for so long, there's no 90-day no compete. He could show up at Elimination Chamber Saturday.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jay Glow, what's your take on all of this? Is this... Is this that they're trying to pull the wool over your eyes do you want to
2: believe are you like what the hell excuse me well i mean personally i mean i don't really know what's going on i didn't Mm. see all that today i saw that uh brandy and cody rhodes posted all their stuff about thank you for this and that and thank you to the company of AEW for doing this for us and allowing us to make waves here and all that good stuff. And then, you know, AEW did the same thing as well, posting, you know, thank you for Cody and Brandy for everything they've done for us and this, right. that. I mean, it could be a work. I, It's just one of those things where it's... Uh, Cody Rhodes it's to the work. WWE, or I'm sorry, to AEW, is like how... Shane McMahon is and Stephanie McMahon is to to WWE, even though Vince owns it. Mm-hmm. It's like when you think of WWE, you think mm-hmm. of Seth McMahon, obviously Vince, because he owns the fucking thing. But it, I, I don't know. I'll, like you guys said it best. We'll believe it when we see it. But it could it be a work? I, I don't know. You know, you really don't know what's a quote unquote work anymore. And what's, you know, a shoot. Can so. I
0: can I also be the, uh, I'll play the devil's advocate here? Because apparently I play this guy a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> WWE gets this guy. Like, yeah, Dusty Rhodes was a big deal. I'll even say Goldust was a big deal. Cody? Brandy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, those guys, like, you're not going to throw in into WWE and be like, here's our next World Heavyweight Champion. Can you see Cody Rhodes with that fucking neck tattoo? No. Going one-on-one one I... against, like, Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar? You know, but you know. What,
1: I, what I think, guys, is like he might be one of the best heels we will see in a long time. I've never seen such an underswell of heat for someone who actually changed the business again. They dislike him on such a level, and he's the one we have to thank for AEW. He wasn't the talent in the ring that made us watch, but he was the voice and the, the reason behind the scenes that made us tune in and got us a place to watch. You know, and they dislike him, and they dislike his wife at such a level, and they dislike WWE right now at such a level. Put fucking Cody on top at that company, make him a heel like no one's ever seen before, and it would be amazing to see.
0: I that's, love it. That's interesting, and I, I like your aunt. I'll let you go with your aunt, J. Glow. But real quick, I just think—do you think um, it would be better for Cody to come to WWE then and then just use his EVP? Uh, Uh, executive vice president of whatever he was uh, stuff at WWE rather than just be something like rather than be a talent, have him just work backstage. Do you think that would be the grab for Uh, WWE or are you thinking more talent? A a A
1: A heel in front of the camera who doesn't ever mention AEW, but he takes credit for changing the business. He's the reason that the business has been changed. He's the reason for this. He's the reason for that. I mean, you know, just let his wife talk and cackle all day long and they will write their own, you know, paychecks to see people beat Cody Rhodes until they beat him all around the horn. And we don't want to see him in WWE. That's what will happen. So like Like, a modern day, Eric Bischoff, sort of just like someone who's going to get under our skin. I mean, jay glow have you been i don't know if you've been so on social media today. did you see that thing around where they say like triple h and stephanie against brandy and cody
2: could you imagine that
1: at fucking wrestlemania
2: i did see that picture yeah that'd
1: be insanity like they're really the two ousted people of both companies who are they're saying are responsible for these these wednesday night wars that went awry put them on wrestlemania main stage fuck Imagine that match. I don't I, think it'll happen, but I love that fantasy booking To I love it.
2: Yeah, I did see that, though, too. But, I mean, do we, like Mikey said, do we really want to see Cody Rhodes and Brandi Rhodes at WWE? Like, what what's that going to do? Nothing like, we've, besides, they've already been there.
1: You <laughs> know what they're going to do, job them the fuck out, and if they really are out from WWE, AEW, they're not going to get this great, easy, con- big contract from WWE. They're just
2: not. No, no. And, uh, that's why it's like, it's not a big pull from AEW. Granted, they, you know, them, the young bucks, uh, Kenny Omega. Like, who do you think?
0: Who do you think? Who Jiglo, Who do you think would be if this news were to break with a specific AEW superstar going to WWE, which one would have your jaw dropped?
2: Um, right now. Yeah. Jaw dropper. Because it's like, really CM Punk?
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, CM I, Punk
1: would yeah. The only one in the Bucks. The only ones mm. in that company that are viable stars are the Bucks. Omega's not big enough. He's as big as Adam Cole. Vince would do the same thing he did to Cole there. He did to any small star. It's the land of the Giants there. So Omega would not go there. I don't see anybody besides the Bucks to be elevated on that stage because they'd be the modern day Hardy Boys, you know? He would break them fucking up and he pushed push Nick Jackson and do all this dumb shit with them. But I still the Bucks are the biggest names. I would just be shocked if they ever show up there.
2: Now, now to what you just said though, it's the land of the giants. I mean, who's besides Brock and Bobby Lashley? I mean, who else is big there, like giant wise? That's got a
0: tall. You (laughs) mean tall? Almost. No, I mean like big.
2: Big and, like, big on the card. Like, oh, popular, okay.
0: Popular, big. Popularity. And, and a muscle. Well, there's a they do have a lot of. Uh, on the WWE
1: roster, the yeah. only viable stars, Brock and Roman. Like, they're the only star right. stars I see. But if you're talking about size, you got, like, Drew. You know, he's a monster. You Drew's got called. fucking Lashley. Yeah,
2: but what are they? But I'm talking, like, you said Land of the Giants. Like, I, I I get that Vince likes his big men. But, like, but the big men that he's got there, they're, they're not drawing shit. Right Brock now.
1: is the only star. That's it. There's n- those big guys. No, they're not drawing shit up there. And the only one that ever did in the eighties was Hogan. That's it. When he ran out of those big guys for Hogan to be, he went with Savage, the better, like guys that could be better workers. That's the same thing Vince should be doing now, but he fucking keeps the belt on Brock Lashley Roman. And really there's no, who else like Jay glow, who else can get the belt up there? There's no one good. that can. No.
2: Take- and I'll, and I'll, and t- to add on to that, I've uh, I watched the uh, Pat McAfee podcast yesterday because he had about a good hour segment on there with Brock Lesnar. Brock Oh Lesner good, came tell to the me about that, please. Very, very good show. And the um, Brock Lesnar, I mean, he said it best, I actually shared it to the Wrestling and Whatever page. But he said, you know, some one of these guys gotta step the fuck up. He said, It's it's stop worrying about your next high spot and worry about putting asses in the seats. And that's the mentality wow. they need to have, and they don't. They don't have it. He asked. He Brock, said
0: that, but he's saying that for probably both companies,
2: though, too. For wrestling in general, yeah, but more so really for WWE because that's where he's at. But it's right. not wrong, right? It's WWE, that's what Everybody else
0: is doing too,
2: and that's why he's. He said he's. He's having fun right now, and that's the only reason why he's back. But another thing too. I mean, he he says he doesn't give a shit if he's in the Hall of Fame, mm. if he's. You know, uh, the w- I mean, he doesn't say he didn't care that he's a WWE champion, but he's like he's already had he already has all these accolades. His big thing that he's trying to look at right now is like, wh- who's the- going to be the next guy that steps up? Because when they asked him, "Who do you think is next?" He- he's like, "I don't know," because there's no one there that's like they're not worried about making a name for themselves. They're just worried about doing this move as so many amount of times and then then getting the win that way. Like there's no buildup. He's like, there's nobody making a storyline. There's no one investing in themselves. And, and when he said that, I was like, I've been saying this for years. (laughs) Exactly. Like if, if the, if the beast incarnate knows that it's happening, uh, there's someone that needs to know. So like I said, there's so much speculation with everything. Like maybe they do have a guy that's doing that, but they're keeping them quiet because they're trying to sell the company. And they don't want to get too hot. But that doesn't make sense for business, though, because wouldn't you want the company to get super, super hot, a.k.a. getting more money, more business to make the product more valuable to buy? Like they just had a they just had something post lately that for the earnings for this year, for 2021, I mean, Vince made he almost what doubled or tripled his profit from last year. So, like. He was making an X amount of dollars in 2020, but like in 2021, he he just he's continuously every year making more and more and more money.
0: That's crazy with the pandemic happening, and they had to kind of like get rid of the one big factor of how they make money with their live events and fans not being able to be there. When you were doing the uh, tele teleconference or whatever for like a Raw or a SmackDown, you didn't have to pay to be on the screen, right. and you know, they were still managing to make money hand over fist, you know, that's like insane. If you think about that, you know, that, that means that that revenue with the fans being there, I mean, it's, it's a different atmosphere. Like you want to watch it on TV and like see people there, but from a business standpoint, they could easily be like, we don't need the fans there to quote unquote hijack, you know, the show or, and they could just make money, you know, like it's
2: nuts. And here's the thing though, too, is that what, to what Brock was saying is that like, When you ever you hear Brock Lesnar showing up somewhere, no matter how much we get sick of him, he like back then when he was just always a champion, never doing this. And we saw guys that we wanted to move forward and they weren't moving forward with it. They were just keeping the belt on Brock. Brock win the Royal Rumble. Brock win in this Brock win in that. When Brock comes out, people go crazy. (laughs) When Brock shows up, people go crazy. When Brock shows up on anything, people go crazy. That's what us as fans are looking for. We want to go crazy for a guy that's got a unique personality, uh, great storylines that he himself says, "Hey, let's go this route." From what he had said, being older into the wrestling uh, art, if you will, nowadays he's becoming more wiser with uh, with not just his money, exactly with the showmanship and is just his idea of okay, so this is what we're gonna do, and you know. Ultimately, it's going to come down to, you know, Vinnie Mac, what we're going to do. But he's he says he has such a close relationship with Vince that, like, he knows what Vince... Vince still knows what he's doing. But and, it's like... But there's nobody that's stepping up.
1: Well, that is true. There's no one for Brock to take on. There's so many, uh, like, you know, challenges available. And what Jay Glow was saying, I'm just going to piggyback on that a little bit. He's starting to understand the psychology of you know less is more and to do that outside the ring stuff like look at how uh, much fun he seems like he's having in this run that he's doing now like he's doing all kinds of different shit in the ring he has not done before like taking the selfie this pet pa- the other week with the fucking hat on and, uh, theory that was yeah. really awesome he's been like kind of a tweener where austin was i think he's doing something a little different to try and get some fans to get behind him even if it's being corny you know, calling out cheap in in lines, but then on the, uh, like, when he's doing, like, his podcast, the people are talking about it as well, it's like Jay Glow said, wherever, you know, you hear Brock's name, people talk about it, so doesn't that just make sense to have him on top, like, I'm a Brock fan, like, I don't have many wrestling shirts in my, like, collection anymore that I kept, and Lesnar is one, and I rock it all the time.
2: Yeah, I mean he's just he's just a different enigma compared to a lot of other people. But I I think also to what he's trying to get at as well is somebody's got to be willing to to risk it. You know, there's no risk in there's no risk or reward in wrestling anymore. Everyone, like he said, is just trying to look to what's their next high spot. They're gonna do. Oh, I'm gonna jump off to this, and then everyone's gonna, you know, clap for it. But they're not gonna remember it. They're not gonna remember like the storylines between Brock Lesnar and Eddie Guerrero when he comes out in the Sombrero. I remember that, and you know, I love that. And it's like stuff like that where it's like you gotta think. And he said it best: invest in yourself. It seems like no one's doing that, and I 100% agree. And it's like everyone's too afraid. I was gonna too say, afraid to step on eggshells. That's what
0: I was gonna ask: Is it that the, the talent for both companies, maybe more so WWE? Are are they just too afraid? Like they, they don't yeah. want to lose their job because yeah, exactly they're getting lost. Like the freaking owner's son got let go. You know what I mean? Like nobody's that, safe y- y-
1: that we should really you know discuss a little bit because i don't think we've had a podcast and Shane got like oh
0: no because yeah. we did talk about the uh the rail rumble and the you went over that really quick and then i got abducted and you guys were so nice enough to finish <laughs> the the review of it so i thank you my captors uh after you guys gave that that fund they they released the finger they, or two i don't mike, know mike did it in they the mail. appreciate
1: the real honey we gave them oh
0: i told them but they didn't okay
1: oh, fuck. no fuck I, that was the from the honey, honey of the Month
2: you know. Club too. See,
1: see what happens when we're nice to capture. Yeah. No more. We don't give into uh threats.
2: <laughs> we do
1: they not. this next time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, they just cut off my little pinky toe. That's all. That's about Oh it. well. It was, yeah, you don't need
1: good. that.
2: So no. what? So what? The audience needs to know right now is last time we recorded, which is two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Mike was abducted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we told the terrorists that we do not abide by terrorist demands but we did anyway they all they wanted was some of uh me and ben's honey of the month club uh which was uh pure honeycomb and also um we actually had to squeeze the honey out of the bees um (laughs) and uh, when we did that we put it in a jar we gave it to them and they loved it so they gave mike back but because the honeycomb had some point had some Pieces of debris in it that they didn't like, they cut off Mike's pinky toes. So. My little yeah, pinky toe.
0: Um, so, but anyway, with getting... nail polish, yeah, with a little green nail polish, it was a little turquoise. Um, yeah. but with that being said, um, the whole like one of the breaking news is that kind of happened right after that was Shane getting released, and we got all news about how Shane was. Theoretically, just unhappy with his placement in the Royal Rumble. He wanted to go on to Elimination Chambers. And I think the ultimate start, the pen ultimate, was going to be him versus Seth Rollins at Mania, which I would have paid to see. I would have paid to see Shane in Elimination Chambers. That's how devoted I am to Uh... Shane McMahon. No, no. What it is is they – So, theoretically, they either replaced Shane out of the Elimination Chambers with A, Austin Theory, which is whatever – or B, it was Matt Riddle, because I heard the push was originally supposed to be Matt Riddle for oh, WrestleMania, which again, you know, like if you're like, that's the thing. When the boss's son is draw is more than anybody, any of your top talent. I'm going to be honest with you. Fucking Paul Heyman laced up boots and went into fucking wrestling. He'd be a little bit more popular than fucking uh, God. I'll say uh, Rey Mysterio's son. You know, who the fuck is Dominic, right? Fucking I... happy not happy Corbin, but the other people that are with Corbin. I you know, like right? Eric Bischoff shows up in a karate black belt. I mean, him going against somebody is gonna be more of a draw than uh Shinsuke Nakamura's guy, Matt Boogs versus whoever. You know what I mean? Like I'm they just. Matt Boogs. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I know who Matt Boogs is, but I fucking all of a sudden, Matt
1: Boogs in the Royal Rumble the other week. Matt Boogs is everywhere. There's so many names we don't know. Where are these elevated guys coming from?
0: I don't know. It's just not star-studded like it used to be. And I think Shane, getting back to the Shane McMahon, I'll be the only one that dies on, on the cross for him. But Shane is probably would have been the only one that would have elevated any of those pay-per-views. Otherwise, you're just going to have a bland elimination chamber. Of course, he knew what Shane's spots were going to be, too.
1: But that's not why he got released. He got released because he booked himself in this position. Why would he
0: do that knowingly, put himself in these places he wasn't supposed to be? Ben, in? let me ask you a question. When was, like, the hottest Royal Rumble, right? Like, 98, maybe 97, 96, uh, the first Royal Rumble we it could wasn't talk 99. about? was 99. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you something. If Pat Patterson threw himself into that Royal Rumble and won it, would you not be like, in, "Like, wow, that was a surprise"? I'd be totally shocked. But right.
1: Pat Patterson wouldn't book himself in the Rumble, being the booker. I don't understand where Shane. How did Shane get his? Like, here's what I want to know. How did he get him all this past people and got in the Rumble? Because that's what he got in trouble for. He was not even... He got put himself in the Rumble and then put himself in all this position and he got through for a minute and then they said, you're fucking fired over... Like, doesn't that just seem suspect, though? You got fired for booking yourself? It didn't happen. We
0: were talking about, like, how you kind of take the one thing out of Kayfabe, which which is, like, how did Brock get put in the Royal Rumble and how was he number 30 after, like, he just lost that match? But now, like, at a real... Like, thinking real, like, business-wise... Who's not doing checks and balances where Shane is going to, quote unquote, will say, we're not sure if this actually happened or not, but kind oh. of like terrorists, like take over the Royal Rumble and be like, I'm coming in what? here. I'm going to get a huge pop and I'm going to be like the last four, like originally Wait, I don't the, know. the last four of a Royal Rumble is kind of how you paint like this. these are our future stars and. and Mm. The last four for this Royal Rumble, who were they, Ben? Do you remember?
1: It was Brock, Shane, and was not it Drew. And I don't know who the fourth was because Drew and Brock were the final showdown, kind of like a rematch of a time before, I believe, where Drew took Brock out or just for the WrestleMania rematch. Right. But I don't remember who the fourth was. But so, However, like, you're right. Like, it's
0: so crazy that they were putting, like, you know, the, the top four, they do the showdown, right? That's when they usually mm-hmm. show the WrestleMania sign, and then they're all, like, jockeying for position. And you go, okay, Edge, well these maybe. four right. These four I don't think Edge was.
3: Uh,
1: uh
0: because Edge was in the match with uh, Beth.
3: Oh
1: the grit and the The twins. the,
0: the, the grit and the grits or whatever. Um
2: the but, versus the Clitz.
0: Well oh my God. Uh and that was Miz in Edge versus Maurice and that Phoenix. And we're not gonna
3: tell you whose was who was
2: there on that
1: one.
0: We'll let that we'll let you guys well, assume who was who.
1: You figure that out for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I ain't getting
0: in trouble this week. I apparently killed one of our uh, if we're not talking
2: about it. Anyway, no, please don't. That happened
0: a long time ago, Jay
2: What's that? That the passing? Yeah. No, that just happened after you talked about uh, him. You talked about him to death. We're not going to bring it up because no, I... anyone <laughs> anyone that has checked our podcast lately, <laughs> you, you don't really see it yeah, because it's, it's removed.
0: <laughs> what did you remove?
2: The podcast episode.
0: That whole episode?
2: To that part. The
0: podcast episode?
2: The last one that we did. <laughs> you really, you, oh what?
0: Wait, so you went in and you edited it and scrubbed it out? I had
2: to. Wow. Slander. Slander. Did you
0: also get rid of the ones where it revealed our last names? (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, no, that stayed in. Oh, Jesus Christ! Who
1: under though? Who did you sleep? Who slept? Well, up? by the
2: way, people from Zimbabwe uh, know where you live now. So, <laughs> dear God, oh,
1: fuck! <laughs> they're coming after you on a fan boat, Mike. I totally got to go fan bed. boat. I don't
2: know
3: <laughs> yeah, fuck.
1: they're definitely coming after you in a fucking helicopter.
2: They're gonna come after no, you in a fucking we helicopter. We actually, we gave them Duke <laughs> the Dumpster Drozzi's address. We're good. Oh, thank Dude, God. Dude, who did we offend? Oh,
0: we'll I tell you about it off.
2: Yeah, we'll tell you about it off air. But, but, uh... Uh,
0: but anyway, getting back to the same thing, Jayglow, <laughs> uh, where where do you stand on this? Of of again, a name such as a McMahon, you know what I mean? Like that's that's high caliber, right? Like Vince could have booked himself in the Rumble, and that would have been amazing.
2: Yeah, or, or
0: am I just going
2: like he's Dude. the owner. Well, Shane's not the owner. Stephanie's not the owner. But if Trips, Stephanie if Stephanie's not the owner in no. in,
0: in the women's Royal Rumble, you wouldn't have popped. No. I'm all grown up.
2: Man, well, yeah, but still, regardless of pop or not, if she did it and she booked herself, I mean, maybe she has more leeway with daddy more than the son does. Because don't forget, when John Cena's uh, on Twitter and John Cena's birthday was, he was oh, that's right, yeah, making a whole big post. But then when it was Shane, Shane's was birthday, like, happy birthday. birthday to Shane. That's, <laughs> something, that's something our parents would do. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> something our dads would do to us. <laughs> if our dads were
0: running companies, they'd be so happy on their highest employee. And then like their actual son, they'd be like,
2: Oh, Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Um, but no, I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I, to be honest with you, you would think because we have a wrestling podcast that I would give more of a shit about it. But WWE is just for me right now. It's just, I can't, I can't get into anything like the Royal rumble. I, I watched, I enjoyed it. And, was able to actually get home from work in time to catch the whole thing, the whole Royal Rumble, which I was very excited about. But like, other than that, like Mania, I'm off for Mania. I believe I am, so I'd like to watch it. But, but then again, what am what am I watching? Well, I'm watching uh, know, a ten hour. <laughs> I'm watching Dude. a ten hour show about nothing. It's like a whole thing of Seinfeld. No, but Seinfeld's, <laughs> but Seinfeld's <laughs> great. Yeah, it's funny.
1: Seinfeld's funny. Come on, man. But That's like, like AW. Theory.
2: A.W. There's is <laughs> no, not at all. Men's sexuality is his own thing. Um, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it's just the whole thing like A.W. has my attention. And it does every time I watch it because it's it's fresh. It's still fresh to me, damn it. And I watch I watch I watch it and I enjoy it every time and everything that's on there. It's like it, it, you could tell it's it's scripted. But it's like these guys know what they're doing. Like they're like, okay, so this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna get a pop. And then when pay-per-views come around, it's like they make pay-per-views worth it, and they have great sh- matches on, you know, Dynamites and Rampages. Still, ones yep. that you know, and they're oh, building dude. new stars like Taz's son Hook. He's Hook. he's getting you know a lot of like a lot of good heat uh, behind him. So I mean, I'm happy for that. But like WWE, on the other hand, like. Like Brock said, who's who's going to get over next? Like, Who's going to be the next guy? And I think we, we're all looking for that. We all can sit and get a notepad and write down like three or four names of who we think might be. But if it's any testament to Shane McMahon's release about him doing something that, that wasn't supposed to be done and then getting reprimanded for it by getting fired, I mean, at this point, you don't know when you're going to be released. Just fucking do something. Like if you're thinking of something, you're like, oh, my God, this would be great to do and it's going to get a lot of buzz, do it. The only guy I could see that – sorry to cut you off because I knew you are going to say something, but I just want to say this. With one guy right now that I could see because of the amount of momentum behind him that everyone likes and the fact that they're pairing him with a definitely a Hall of Famer, no doubt. But like Riddle. Riddle's got like that RVD-ish 420 attitude, and the, he could fucking throw that scooter away. Like that's really hurting him. Like, he doesn't need the scooter. But, like, have him keep doing his thing where he's, you know, like, bro, he always looks like he's high as fuck. Like, that's the generation we live in nowadays where that's acceptable, but it's still kind of, like, illegal in some places. So, it's, like, cool, you know, with the hangaloo symbols and the the shakas, as you would call it, like, hey, bro, type of thing. Like, you could go with that because that resonates with a lot of people, especially a lot of people that watch the show. Um, But, like, just – you got to pick someone and go with them and – Brock is, like like I said before, he's one of those names that when you always see him, it's always gonna get a buzz and he's always gonna get that pop. But like Brock's a different guy right now. He's like he literally looks like he's himself out there every every night that he's on. And, you know, I kind of feel that same way with Riddle. Like, Riddle's got his own thing, his own people know that this is him. Like, this ain't a character. Riddle is this fucking blazing four twenty guy this that where they could resonate with him so that's why a lot of people like riddle in my opinion well, I really... have, you, have you
0: seen any of the uh, stuff with riddle as of late though like with like with the scooter and shit like that like he the character of riddle seems more like that annoying like fourth grader who like you know he talks like this and he goes like my brother went to school once and when he went to school he did this thing and it was really like like once in a while they'll yeah. throw in like a 420 blaze type tune but for the most part to me it seems like he's he's just playing a kid
2: yeah and that's probably what they want him to do but if that man could just get, be himself be himself and just do something that maybe he says behind the curtain that's funny with him and the boys or whatever And yet he goes out there and just says it. I don't think
0: he's going to do it until Brock
2: leaves. I think
0: there's a little bit of tension between the two of them. And like, they thought those two were never going to be in a match and they're actually in a match. And I think Riddle's like really taking steps back to just be like,
2: (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. An elimination chamber. Nonetheless, fun fact, this is Brock Lesnar's Uh, first ever elimination chamber.
0: That's whoa. Really? That's cool to know.
2: Mm -hmm. That is awesome
1: to know. Like, uh, Who's the champion right now? Is it Lashley, right? Lashley. Um, I think he
2: loses it. In the chamber. I don't
1: fucking. I like the chamber lineup, but uh, I didn't like what they fucking did to AJ Monday and had fucking Damien Priest just roll him up like he was a bum. That kind of sucked. Like, really? Yeah, like AJ's AD got a AJ little bit more style.
0: Yeah, AJ's got a little bit more pool than Damien Priest right now. And then that whole yeah, game come with on, man. Priest is, is like, you know, I could either be Damien or I could be a. He's like, give me a break.
2: But he's the archer of infamy.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> it's a hard sell in my opinion to sell the crowd now. He's half and half, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a priest, He's I'm
2: bisexual. A... That's what it is. <laughs> well he could have yeah, been that,
1: that way. I mean, a, oh,
2: Not that there's there anything wrong with
1: that. He comes out and he's Billy and Chuck. <laughs> we
2: need we need somebody like that and in the Rico. WWE. A little bit of Rico We need we need a uh a, a face of the company who's gay. Well they
0: had Darren Young.
2: He got buried.
0: They got fucking buried the fuck out of him.
1: I'd love to see Cena come back as a heel, but it's never gonna happen now that that is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Or isn't that what it's called?
0: Peacemaker. Yeah, it's Peacekeeper. I mean, <laughs> no, is it Peacemaker? Peacemaker. Peacekeeper. Oh. <laughs> We're thinking the saw...
1: fucking uh, Christmas story.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> the guy I, saw... Oh, I saw Can him. of Simon Eyes.
0: I saw him in that uh, the movie, not the show that's on HBO. I saw him in the movie. I was like, eh, it is. What it is. it <laughs> was.
2: Exactly. He's not okay. The Rock, but, you know. That's... I
1: mean, the Riddle thing, <laughs> I appreciate Orton with Riddle. I really like that. I think it just rubs Orton the wrong way in the right ways. so it makes him like, you know, he wants a fucking RKO Riddle so bad. Yeah, absolutely. You and know it's going to happen? Happened, oh, Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. I jay glow either whoever turns first is going to pluck in the place is going to erupt but mania. i think they're going to swerve us and it's going to be riddle that's what i was thinking i was yeah. thinking riddle i just see it happening but man the viper should strike and just lay him out at mania and put that fucking scooter up his ass <laughs> oh my you God. know and that's it and then we <laughs> go to SummerSlam and have a match or something with Riddle, you know, a blow-off to their fucking bro powers.
2: So I want a fantasy book here for just a minute, because, I mean, these fantasy bookings we've been saying, guys, have almost at least 80% of them has become has come full circle. Um, so this is my, my theory, and not Austin theory, but my theory for what's going to happen at Chamber 2 Mania. So with the Chamber match for the men, it's going to be uh, – Brock Lesnar who wins it? Brock right. Lesnar goes against Roman Reigns title for title at Mania and that's when uh fucking The Rock comes back and The Rock lays the smacketh down on Roman Reigns.
1: <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me really?
2: Wow. Yep. I think that's I cost think that's going to happen. Reign. Cost him the title match. Roman will get it back eventually by some point oh. next year. And then they're in LA next year, if I believe. Or so then Hollywood. that's
0: rocks. Yeah. Rock's thing for And
2: rock is Hollywood. So I think you're going to see the rock come back, not full time, but a time enough where he's going to be able to get over. And next year's Mania is going to be star studded. But, um, and then I think what's going to happen at chamber is between riddle and Art and Randy Orton, I think, I, is Randy Orton in the chamber match? No, but no, but riddle is mm-hmm. riddle is. so who knows Orton might you know be the reason why he loses it or does something or or at
0: least there starts to show some sort of tear because he got in and
2: I don't right. think Orton even got a an opportunity to, to no, I don't think so I can't either. Think of it.
0: um but then uh, what's the other news real quick? I don't know if you wanted to also uh I heard and I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, we're hearing it here first. If that's the case, Austin's coming back to wrestle.
2: Let's oh, talk about that after the break. because okay, that's let's... a lot to talk about. Well, what do we
0: that... do to talk about still besides that? Yeah,
2: too. but why don't we come
0: back from break? We'll we'll open with that, and then we can move on to what we're supposedly trying to get through. So, uh, right. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right. Wrap-
2: you hear that that's the sound of an ice cold loco coffee i always have one before i record wrestling and whatever because it's that damn good start feeling good about your daily coffee consumption loco coffee delivers benefits that go above and beyond the average cold brew coffee and is geared towards fueling your active lifestyle with all natural no bs ingredients and zero added sugar The added coconut water and maple water provides electrolytes and antioxidants for an enhanced, clean coffee experience. This is the perfect pre- and post-workout drink. Don't forget to use our promo code WRESTLINGWE for 10% off of your next order off of any Loco Coffee you purchase on LocoCoffee.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wrestling Whatever. That was a word from our sponsors, Loco Coffee. Uh, I sure do miss their maple, but uh, I don't miss it too much because I still have about 20 cases of it here. And I have to drink it because the Best Buy date is uh, four days old. <laughs> so um, I'm actually chugging 10 as we speak through a vault. Um But yeah, Loco Coffee, use our code. Wrestling we for ten percent off your order with them. We can't thank those guys enough for you know giving us the uh, the code to give to our people, which has been a, a great turnover rate for them. Um, but back to wrestling talk here, guys. I'm here with uh, Mikey Dangerously and the Ben Wayne, and we are going to talk about uh, a, a, a WWF slash WWE legend. That's how old school this guy is and he's one that we all know very well because he's probably one of the main reasons why we love wrestling as much as we do nowadays or you know why we started really watching it stone cold steve austin is in the news the wrestling news today because they're talking about having him come back for a match this wrestlemania in texas Makes sense, right? It does.
0: Ooh. It does make sense. But then uh, the only again, why am I always the asshole in these conversations? But the only thing I'm worried about is, are they going to do the um, Bret Hart protecting uh. type deal where it was him versus Vince yeah. and like they really babied Bret Hart in that match and to the point where Vince couldn't really have a not to say Vince had five star matches with uh, oh, be five star match with Dave Meltzer, but now they have an like a, a amazing match with bret hart but he had like some really good matches with you know undertaker and hulk hogan and rick flair and his son so like you know then you have the bret hart match and it's like ah oh, shit like if bret was in working order that would have been great
3: yeah but
0: yeah. but you know so that's what i'm worried about with austin austin coming back potentially facing uh are we are we thinking it's going to be kevin Owens because he's doing the whole texas is dumb thing
2: that's, yeah, that's, so, that's, that's the rumor and in innuendo. Um, but uh, that's, that's what I've been hearing. But I mean, if Austin comes back, I mean, do you really want to see him going against anyone else? And Mr. McMahon is out of the picture. This is not a, an option.
0: No, there is somebody else I could see him going against. Who the Who's hell that? are they trying to push? Who is Mr. McMahon pushing? Theory. Austin Theory. So Austin Theory fucking Barry oh. Austin Theory, and then Vince comes out, and then Pop Stunner. Boom! I just booked it, baby. Give me a million dollars.
1: I think, you know, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, it's kind of... Kevin Owens does not meet the star power of Austin. There's few who are going to meet the star power <laughs> yeah. of Austin.
0: Austin Theory but definitely you know, doesn't.
1: I mean, answer. this doesn't make sense, but Edge and Austin would be a great dream. Wow. People have never seen and would be cool. But put that aside, we're going to get Austin versus Owens, I think we're going to get a Texas death match, though.
2: Really? <laughs> yeah. Austin's going to die. That...
1: <laughs> Mike, oh, stop it. Right now. Sad.
2: Don't say that, Mike. Your track oh, record is no, one and one again. I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> I will think that
1: back. They're going to come on the fan votes and the Harley score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. But here's the but thing, anyway, though. Texas death Texas match, death. though,
1: Ben? I just think because then Austin can be covered up and protected. They did it with Brett, the same way Mike's talking about. It was a street fight with Brett and McMahon, and they protected Brett that way the best they could. But he did sit in the ring in a fucking
0: chair. Yeah. (laughs) he couldn't protect any more than being fucking sitting in a chair. Yeah, I mean, I get it. The guy came out of being paralyzed, like, what, five Uh, days before the show. But Jesus Christ, throw a fucking bunch. Fucking I mean, Stephen Hawking, gets some, the punch. exactly. He's like, dead. What if Austin? That
2: crooked smile. Oh, Austin,
1: <laughs> oh, what if Austin comes out in the fucking four wheeler? Won't that just suck
3: hard? No. What? Are oh, you oh, ready? Wait,
0: what? What
3: How in a wheelchair Austin? and another four wheels?
2: Instead <laughs> <No. laughs> of coming
0: out in the four wheeler, you're on the ramp down. I don't
1: no, walk.
2: Austin it's looks right? good. So Austin's in I good
0: shape.
3: Po-
1: I want him to walk to the ring. I don't want him to come out in the four wheeler when he was the fucking commissioner. That's such a bailout. <gasps> you know what I mean? You remember Gigolo.
0: that? Era? I just they found out like uh, I just found out Austin's opponent for WrestleMania, which you get a huge pop. Because dare. none other than fucking Eric Bischoff is in oh. the two K game. See, His overall good. is sixty-nine, by the way. Perfect. Wow.
2: But like that that would be good. That'd but there's no good. hype up beforehand though.
0: No, they'd have
1: to roll out a lot more storyline. We'd yeah. have to start like in December and roll out the WCW bullshit where he got fired. How much of him and Bischoff have a history? Like they would do it Austin McMahon because you need like a month or so to roll. I mean, when's Mania? Is that March or April? Yeah,
2: it, you know what's gonna happen, right? In April.
1: This they could roll happen.
2: it out if it's April. I don't know. It is. It's April what second? I think it's, or March. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. What? I don't even know what mania is. You
0: question it like you're talking to somebody. I, I don't
2: know what it is,
0: Sharon. But here's <laughs>
2: here here's my here's my thing that I think is gonna happen, as it always does. So you're gonna have Kevin Owens come out. He's gonna talk to to the audience. Because he wasn't booked for mania. Exactly. He's gonna oh, do that. No, Stone Cold's gonna come it. out. He's gonna come out. He might come out on his four wheeler. He might just come out in general and then, you know, have that. That's all they're going to need. Beer that's, truck. That's probably all he's going to say. I don't even know about a beer truck, but probably just his quad come down there, do his thing, talk to, you know, him, and then when he says something, they're going to say, what, what, no. what? And then what's going to happen is that Sunkel is going to have a beer with Owens. Owens is going to throw the beer down or
0: something. Oh, they already did that ah. shit. That was a mania already. They did that. I don't see but either. they're going to do it again.
2: I want a bat too. <laughs> But I don't think that Stone Cold's in for it. I don't know if he's even has the itch But then again, try to listen to maybe one of his closest podcasts that comes up or something like not his broken skull sessions, but his actual Stone Cold podcast. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he talks, maybe he talks about it. You know, I'll, I'll try to keep an eye out. How for that,
0: did but... this get started that this whole Austin rumor mill is like, almost like he's going to have a match at
2: it was yesterday. Mm. Yesterday. It was, you know, the rumor that he was going to come back for a more match. I mean, It makes sense they're in Texas, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, he's going to be there. He has to be there if it's in Texas. Um, But I think that's what they're going to, if they don't have a match, if they don't hype it up, that's going to be Guys,
0: I know another match you could have. Here it is at WrestleMania. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Debra. You stole my land, you son of a bitch. Let me pop some of those titties. Oh
1: Mike God. got in trouble for hitting her. <laughs> oh well,
0: you know, I just want to hear her theme song again. <laughs> How's it go? It's oh. like I think it was just Jeff Jarrett's theme song, wasn't it?
2: I don't remember. This well, is I going didn't. off the rails. All right. Anyway.
0: Well, I, I'm the one picking Austin opponents. You guys. Are saying
2: I'm telling you what's probably going to happen.
0: <laughs> that, have... sounds horrible, yeah. that sounds horrible. Yeah. But that sounds more
2: to... like it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. And
1: But, I mean, I believe you. Yeah. I'm just saying. Don't you want to have a fucking match? You know. Oh, gonna 100%. 100%. He's going to come out and all, and he's going to run down Texas and Austin's going to come out and fucking stun him.
2: Yep. That's exactly what the... And then he's no going to drink way. beers. And... Yep.
1: That's, There's no way he's not it. gonna stun him in fucking Texas. He's gonna stun Owens in Texas. That's what Owens gonna get, just a stunner. And
2: that's exactly what's gonna That's what happened last time when they were at AT and T Stadium. They had um, that's what it was. But him, Shawn Michaels, and Mankind came out, and they were beating up the New Day. So,
0: oh my goodness, why? Well, oh, that was back when New Day was bad. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it really was, but.
0: I don't know if that's significant news, but
1: they're not called the New Day anymore. They uh, came across that they're not referred to as just uh, Kofi and Big E together. They're not no, to Kofi and,
0: uh, what do you call it? Xavier, right?
1: Oh, is it Xavier? And a big, it's not Kofi and Big E?
2: I thought Big E was running for himself. Yeah, he's running singles now, I think, still.
1: So. No, I don't know what
2: they're doing with him.
1: No, they're tagging Kofi, I thought, in Big E now. Xavier's hurt. He's been hurt for a while. And now they don't refer to them as the New Day on SmackDown. They're just Kofi and Big E. Huh. They've stopped. They've dropped the New Day name.
0: Because huh. I guess they're both
1: former world champions together. I don't
0: know. Ah, what, what are that they means, what they, could, but... they could be. They could be uh, the Nations of Power or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, being guys. serious. What and the guys. Nations of Power? What was the, you, what... Is that a play on the Nations of Domination? Isn't it? And the other one. What was the other guys? The the Power uh, play. What were those ones? Austin and uh, Triple H?
1: Oh, uh, the two-man power, power trip. trip. Yeah, there
0: you go. Two man that power was
1: trip. the worst name, but I still remember it. It's a two-man power trip. Yep.
0: It just rolls off the tongue.
1: It, I mean, it's, it should be on t-shirts, box boxes, bumper stickers, obviously. I like them together, though. And that's when they called Austin the bionic redneck. I used to like that as well. And he came out to that fucking stupefy song. The, 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 the Disturbed. It was version
0: Disturbed, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that song. Stand up! <laughs> <another> birthday, <laughs> birthday, birthday,
1: that's, that's it. That's right in the studio, j
2: exclusively. Man, he came out to that at WrestleMania 17 or 18, was it?
0: When he got the um, Stone
2: Cold or whatever it is.
0: One of the two, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was he the 17th?
2: Yeah, he used to go, ba <laughs> da
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, my aughts are like ringing in my head now. It's I feel like two thousand
1: uh, uh, somewhere but, um, 2000. I wonder if uh fucking John uh, gets involved because it is in Texas. I wasn't I didn't put together what's in Texas this year till he was mentioned. So, I mean... John
0: Johnny John. Oh no, Sean! John, oh, I was Jones. like, I was wondering why you were thinking JBL. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, he'll be there as well. It's in Texas.
1: He thinks he, oh, he's he, like Mr. Texas.
2: He, he'll be in the pre-show. He, yeah, he's gonna be on pre-show.
0: <laughs> Maggle, <laughs> I can't get booked. I'm stuck like behind this a wall. Great <laughs> <laughs> wall. But, but um, uh, uh, Booker T, he'll be there too, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, they're all
2: from Texas. <laughs> Shucky They'll be like Chucky, Shucky. Oh my! Yeah, so I was watching the pre-show. And the Shucky Ducky Quack Quack has its own little fucking like video that, thing, man. and I I literally I was watching on my phone. I threw my phone across the room. I was
0: gonna say if you couldn't roll your eyes anymore, you would have. A I rolled my eyes and
2: bit my tongue and fucking threw the phone. I was like, this is so fucking dumb.
0: Did you see the ducky it's has so a little, over. has a little
2: <laughs> Yeah, he's got dreads. Yeah, that's not racist. So
0: not over, is it?
2: i hope not it's
0: shucky ducky quack quack a thing he i never, don't want it to he never it never they never drew to it and then now since he shows up they're like oh he shows up do that thing
2: oh, yeah ducky, well we'll ducky, put a quack, we'll quack. put a cartoon up of a duck with fucking dreads on and a fucking hand coming out with the five on it
1: he's so okay super. doing that but did you see that booker t thanked hulk hogan for something too
2: this oh god,
1: I don't know exactly. It might have been for God, I'm not sure, but he thanked him for something. <laughs> oh, I tell you, Booker T is an interesting feller especially like you just mentioned. Like, that's not racist, putting fucking dreads on a duck.
0: No, it's <laughs> yeah. not, of course <laughs> not. Why would he be
1: fine with that? You know why? Because they're paying him,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. exactly.
1: No, no big deal.
0: <laughs> as soon as you stop paying him, he's gonna get mad.
2: <laughs> he's like, You're paying me the thousands and thousands of dollars for that, you know. Shit, just put it up there, man. That was a
0: really, really close, closely. That was a good booker. So
2: You know who else is a good booker?
0: Shane McMahon. Oh, are we oh, going back to that. That's
1: a good one,
0: though. Uh, here's here's something that we could talk about if we are. Uh... Wow, we kind of went off off when we were talking about the whole. Um... AEW fiasco with Cody Rhodes that only lasted about five minutes. I had notes uh, to peel back the curtain, folks, of the, the various, uh, you know, uh, letters t- to the fans of their releases and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I don't think uh, I don't think we should backtrack. I think we should go forward and move on to uh, other WrestleMania predictions. Do you know any other matches?
2: Yeah, we could. Um, I actually, if we could go back here a moment and talk about the women's elimination chamber, do you guys see who the, the sixth entrant is or is it the sixth or the seventh entrant? Why don't we go over all of them? Do you have a list of all of them? I don't, but I could pull it up here. I'm like, I don't know
0: why you're saying that. Then you could leave the sixth entrant as a surprise. That wasn't the forbidden door thing they opened, was it? Wasn't there like oh a. Boy. And then the other thing we could talk about while you're bringing up all the opponents for the elimination chambers is we didn't talk about Keith Lee uh, and uh, who was the other guy that made their debut on AEW? Jay Switch Lethal.
1: Jay White. Jay White. Jay White which really Jay white. You can from, see how uh,
0: Japan how uh into wrestling I've been following it <laughs> since It's I was okay, 12. Jay
1: Lethal, Jay White, they look exactly alike, Mike. That's the best thing about it. Is that true?
2: <laughs> and Jay White's actually white. <laughs> Wait a that minute. That makes it a lot easier. <laughs>
0: Wait, Jay Lethal was Impact or not Impact? Was TNA, right? Yes. He was the
1: one that pretended to be macho man of an ebony color. That's right
0: that's right
1: so yeah jay lethal is a white fella but yeah jay lee yeah i mean jay white is a lethal fella i think but yeah jay switchblade white made his debut on impact this week jay did you catch how he debuted because i just know he did
2: no how i didn't debuted. i didn't get to watch that i i was working that day unfortunately i work every wednesday i haven't had a wednesday off since i went to north carolina but uh the um, I do try to catch it from here and there when I do get to see, it, but no, I did see that JY came back. I'm not sure who he attacked, um, okay. or if he just showed up, but I did hear that he was there though. But that that's kind of huge for AEW. It's all these guys that are coming from like those indie promotions um, that have been around for a long time. Um, he'll uh, try to think where he's going to land on that card though. Like who's he going to face? Can't face Cody Rhodes now because he's gone, but. I'm not sure. I didn't get to see him show up, though. I just heard that he came back.
1: I think he came back was another throw-in with, like, the Bucks in a random segment. Because everyone kind of complained about Khan just throwing shit together to see what stuck up to the wall. Like... But then he, like, con explained it like he didn't uh, get Keith Lee organized until, like, a late date. And then when he had hyped up this debut that it was someone for this forbidden door, he just, you know, put Jay White you know, up or some shit. It was some kind of random bullshit that didn't make sense that he threw all these guys out there at once, you know. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee, in my opinion, would have been fucking fine. Right. He was he, he's huge. They should have had him debut bigger than that at the end, like doing something. But he's right. Did you see him them say also that Keith Lee's like negotiating to get in the revolution like some kind of title pitch or a title hunt or some shit?
2: Maybe for the TNT championship.
1: Yeah, something. Like I think they're gonna put a strap right on him. I think he was really I think that Khan was a big big deal that he got Keith Lee You know, he got him right away, put him right out there on TNT and it was a big thing. Besides I, Keith Lee getting like flack. Being, yeah, you know, heavy.
0: I think Keith Lee has was one of the first wrestlers that kind of went from WWE to uh uh AEW rather quickly, like the time amount that it took for like the yeah. pull down period and right away. Yeah, it was it was very quick. Then the other thing we can kind of talk about uh touch base with really quick if you're still looking up
2: your information, Jake. I got it. OK, why don't you go into that? You sure?
0: Well, the other thing I was going to talk about, and I don't know if anybody else was into it with the news. But uh, the quickest person that got hired and then fired by AEW was the Brian Kendrick with the remarks he had made recently, and I don't know if you guys want to look that up yourselves when you have time. I won't discuss oh, I them saw. over our air because uh, I think we're a little bit more dignified than that, but... Um, But, the you know, if he goes, you know, then to retract that after, like, you know, video surfaces and the fact that he was employed with WWE up until a certain point where he had made those videos and he was in previous videos about like that. I think a lot of the uh, wrestlers can be really smart and wrestlers could be really, really stupid. And I could just leave it at that. You know, you could either have some really smart, profound words coming out of certain wrestlers and you're like, oh that's really interesting. About anything. The business, life, <coughs> dreams, goals, jobs, things like that. And then you get really just stupid things. And 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 D. Brian Kendrick, the man without a plan, uh okay. just didn't express views that are correct.
2: Stupid. The type of the type of remarks he made could get him a nice job on the view. Uh, let's just put yeah. it at that. Yeah, um, I think you're right. So, uh, in regards to that, no, yeah, that's that was a quick hire and fire um, that that I saw there as well. I just, why would you make those remarks from a time in history that it just doesn't make sense? But just don't put anything on social media if you have those types of thoughts. Be smart about it and just keep it to yourself. First, or... I mean,
0: you shouldn't. Maybe you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just me. But <coughs> the other thing is too. Yeah, don't why why.
2: Why post Why, on social media? Why get that attention to yourself? What was
0: what was the idea? The end game of him trying to rile people up so that he could be a bad guy. I, I if that's what that is, I don't think that's that's right.
2: no, that's not how you become a heel, you're just an asshole at that point. <laughs> There's a difference so, between being a heel and an asshole. And he's just a straight asshole. <laughs> but so stop asshole. talking about, you know, that um bleached that, assholes. Yeah, that bleached asshole there. The uh, anti-Semitic uh, Brian Kendrick. Um, we'll talk about the uh, breaking news that came out uh, actually yesterday for the uh, someone returning um, for the Elimination Chamber, which I think they probably should have just had this as a surprise on Saturday. But um, and it's not Sundays anymore, guys. It's Saturdays now. From, from and now they're on, not pay per views either, Jay Glow. They're premium events. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, <laughs> but. It's the Elimination Chamber for the women's uh, match. Whoever wins faces the Raw Women's Champion. Big time Bex, which we know Ben loves that name. Um, we I have...
1: can Becky Lynch, <laughs> I tell you. Uh,
2: we have Liv Morgan, who I think might win it um, because she's really high, still up on a lot of people. A lot of there maybe push her. Rhea Ripley, uh, badass. Bianca Belair, absolute fucking built like a like a gladiator. So she also has a good chance. drop. <laughs> uh, she's built like something. <laughs> I'll she build, it. She's, she's built up too. She's, she's like I said, in all respect, Drop, in my opinion, is like the female version of Vader. Like the way that she presents like herself that. in the ring. I like
0: that idea, yeah. And, and no like disrespect no. because
2: she's, you know, of a bigger size, but that's how she Vader She can move.
0: Was. Vader moved. They she both moved. move yeah. almost
2: identical, and that's the way I was watching her. That's why I really didn't mind her match with uh, Becky Lynch because I thought that she was – you have a, a, a bigger female in the ring that moves very well, you know. We, we can't – you can't say that she's not big.
0: No, like she's not thinking. Thinking of Becky Lynch, right? And and she was probably the one that put the match together to talk to Do Drop to be like, hey, she, she's a fan of wrestling, right? So how you know what I mean? Like the fact that you picked that up, how how crazy would it have been that like, hey, this is a what was it, Vader and uh Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, like like, hey, let's let's like do an homage. Yeah. And like we're gonna do this. I'm gonna call spots so the match kind of goes like that. The fact that it like it like registered on your brain that like, ooh, this match is familiar and it's not bad. You liked it for what it was. Right. And like you were like, ooh, I wonder if this is what they're going for. Like, that's kind of cool. I like that too. That's why I, I personally like you like that match. I personally like how uh Maurice is portrayed yeah. as just if you take her, now think of this, D. Ben Wayne. Take Maurice as a manager from the late 80s, early 90s. She is your Jim Cornette. She is your, like, Paul E. Dangerously, like, squirrely needing to no get away. Yeah. She's I, a woman with
1: the Miz. She's his wife. She's nothing like Jim Cornette. Uh, I, I. This is where I
0: disagree with you. Yes, she is married to. There her. is no one. There is. She like is Jim so. <laughs> she is so good at being that. Like the fact that she was standing. Not to get off on a Maurice tangent here. But no, it's she okay, was, go st- ahead. Let's do it. But she was standing on stage, and and the Miz was trying to like build Maurice up and be like, she's gonna kick your ass, Beth. She's gonna do this, do this, do this. Maurice got freaked out and just walked off stage. She was scared. She's like, I don't want to do this match. And she, and M- as Miz was like, you know, like saying, we're going to be the best because I'm the, I'm the Miz and she's Maurice, right, Maurice? And Maurice had already like walked off the stage for like five minutes while he was like going on his die tribe. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean
1: that, not that I don't see it as funny. I just don't see that necessarily a comparison. But you know,
0: people see the the Bricking a purse. I mean <laughs> I mean who I mean if that's not Jim Cornette, don't get me wrong. That's, that's <laughs> well, dirty. breaking a racket. <laughs> yeah. It exactly. is dirty underhanded stuff. But where are
1: our managers? Like, is she a manager more than the valet? She's the manager. Mm, wife. No, they hate manager's yeah. such a dirty word, you know.
0: It's yeah, but they don't use that I
1: understand anymore. your correlation. I just I, I when I see Jim Cornette, man, I see the epitome of, you know manager. Like he oh, rock right. and he could fucking right. like man cornet cornet or heenan you know, that's it. There there it is. Like you, you know, Apple you take your pick to the tops, in my opinion. And then you have guys who are real managers, like Paul Ellering was a real manager for the Road Warriors, and Jimmy Hart's a real manager for Paul Hogan. And then Marie Reese and um the Miz really are like, you know, one and the same. So yeah, I could see your comparison in this day and age as Maurice being a real style manager. This, but you yeah. need to do more. Yeah, she needs to right. do a little more. Then you know, that's all. And be on the outside more. Don't wrestle as much. Make it really. No, I mean, uh,
0: it... she interfered in Edge and and uh, and Misses match at that day one, just like a manager. You know what I mean? Oh, to it. the point where she did yeah. get her comeuppance. You know, with Beth coming out. Well, that's and how they came together. With Beth, man, right? Look at Beth, man. Right. Like she, 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 she is a woman in her own. Like you know what I mean. Like she could, and then Lita coming back. Like give me a break. Wow, Lita coming back. Fucking Lita. Like that was watching, amazing. Yeah,
1: I've been watching Raw the last couple Mondays, and I was watching it not this Monday, but the Monday prior. And fucking all of a sudden, Lita. I said Lita's fucking back,
3: and what's she doing? <laughs>
1: But she's taken on Becky Lynch, and that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I watched Lita and Becky Lynch's uh, whole segment this past Monday. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone caught it, but I really, I, I, I could've, could've, if I could dislike Becky Lynch more, I couldn't dislike her more in that segment. Like, if anyone gets a chance to watch it, please watch it. She just thought she was doing this great acting thing of being sad, and it was horrible. I don't know if anyone caught it. Oh.
2: But, no. I what did Lita say? say? What did Lita say? <laughs> Becky. Lita what yeah. are you sad or something? What are you Just doing? Like that.
1: And she says, "I'm gonna beat you. Your idol is gonna beat you because that's the whole angle. That yes, yeah, idol versus is Becky's yeah. idol from when she was a girl and why she's in wrestling. When she, now she's a, she, yeah, she's a man. Yeah, right? and she's a man, like She's
2: a man, come, man. She's
1: coming for Lita's neck. She says, "I'm gonna stomp on your neck." that's what she said. <laughs> she said I'm going to come right after your neck. You can't step <laughs> on
2: my neck because I've already <laughs> stepped on it. It's already broken. <laughs> is,
1: that's why she's coming after her neck and she said she's going to have to do bad things to Lita's neck to her idol and then she shimmered out of the ring like she was having some kind of convulsions and couldn't control herself and almost dropped her belt. She came out with her hair not done in fucking pajamas. It was really, really ridiculous. It wasn't good.
0: Oh, speaking of pajamas and really ridiculous, is there a chick on NXT? 2.0
2: stupid that's just sleeps. so fucking dumb she fucking
0: sleeps her matches no, she gets tired so she gets stupid. Not no she's fucking yes. Roman uh, fucking
2: uh... she's Roman fucking
0: no I'm trying to think of the guy uh, wow uh, my favorite movie <laughs> in the entire world Rat Race and I can't think of the fucking actor's name Rowan Atkinson's character in Rat Race Uh, but go ahead <laughs> we went way off topic yeah
2: we really did <laughs> not to go even more off topic here but personal note Talk about Jim Cornette. His wife just followed me on Instagram.
1: <gasps> no way. You How did she you get, get that picture of uh, Simpson, Michael's pictures. Maybe. <laughs> maybe <laughs> she <laughs> thought
2: I, she could recruit me to be oh, one that's of her, uh, that's a, be one of her you, ring boys. You're <laughs> you're but, uh, is that before
0: or after her ex-husband kills the Benoit family?
2: Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, that was woman. What? No,
0: but who who was what's his name? What was his name? Fucking
2: Kevin I, Sullivan?
0: Yeah, wasn't she married to her here too or no?
2: I don't know. I thought he was too. Anyway, back to the women's <laughs> elimination what? chamber. But did
0: Jim Cornett's wife remind you of Dewdrop?
2: No. Nikki ASH is yeah. also in this, so she'll she won't win. And then the surprise entrance is the returning Alexa what? Bliss. But Alexa Bliss is cured. She is back to her old self. She is no longer demented with the fucking blow up doll or whatever she was playing around with. A little toy doll. A little toy doll, I mean. Like, come on. In the words of Jimmy from South Park, Cub Wood. <laughs> Wait, she is cured, though? Is she going
0: in as a. She's
2: just Alexa Bliss now. She's not. So they
0: ruined the fiend for nothing. Mm hmm. We could have had Bray Wyatt still here. Yeah. That right, and instead we got rid of the Alexa Bliss that was the knockoff Bray
2: Wyatt. So we have the old Harley Quinn Alexa Bliss coming back, or maybe it's a different Alexa Bliss. Maybe she's just herself, Lexi Kaufman. You know, I don't know. Who do you so want to win that now? I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> personally, I think if you're gonna move on with someone, if you're gonna push someone, everyone wants Liv Morgan to win right now. So it's gonna be her versus Becky Lynch. So it really depends. Really? Wow. It's it's gonna be one of these six women. I wouldn't be shocked if Alexa Bliss won it since she's back now. Maybe that was something they said, hey, we'll bring you back. We want you to come back here. We're gonna have you versus big time Bex at Mania. Uh, we're gonna have this type of match, and this is what we're gonna do. I I don't know.
0: They wouldn't have kept doing that shit with Alexa Bliss if she wasn't over with some demographic. You know what I mean? Like right. there were some demographic that liked the way she was with that whole like creepy child thing or whatever. Yeah. So if they did push her enough like that for Mania, I bet you she, her merch was selling good or is selling good. That's all they worry about too is what you know, what they could make revenue off of. Right. Uh, so that that okay. Well, that's a that's a good return, I guess. And who yeah. do
2: you think is gonna win, guys?
1: Um, who is the women's champion? Is that for the
2: women's championship? For or for or Raw, or for the it is uh, faces Becky, Raw right? women's champion at WrestleMania. Yep, Becky Lynch. Out of Becky.
1: Okay, Becky's definitely going because Lita ain't taking that strap. I doubt it. So I
2: mean, Becky versus
1: who? What, it won't be Do Uh, Ripley. I see Rhea
0: Ripley. Okay, Mike. I would, I would I like I would like Rhea Ripley too. To be honest with you, out of that whole field yeah. of of girls that you're saying, even though Alexa Bliss came back, I feel I would like uh, uh, Rhea Ripley to win. But I feel like they're going to push Alexa Bliss though. I feel like the company is going to go the Alexa Bliss way.
1: Uh I mean I don't mind it, but Mike can I ask you why when they do these fucking like therapist angles, do these people always get over and get these huge pushes? Do you think I was thinking about this when I was watching it Monday. It's a push to give uh perhaps mental illness a chance? Do you think maybe that's what they're looking they're trying to do it with like that's why these people go far after these angles
0: because of uh I thought I thought Alexa was injured and I thought that's why they went off like thinking no, of it real but for that, you mean when, yeah, maybe, maybe the. Do you remember to, some to of these? They had the
1: team. Hell no! Mm-hmm. How big they became after they got the therapist? How many different other angles they that therapist have? Are played. you telling me wrestlers go and see the therapist? That, they get big pushes and they go on to good things. I mean, he, I think it's their way of portraying mental illness in a sense. You know. Are you telling
0: me that WWE's in the big uh, therapist pocket? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs>
1: no not at all i just think it's their way of showcasing uh you know that kind that aspect of of one of their performers and making them show that they can get past something and go on to do better things it's their inspirational story i just i've always seen when they sit down with the therapist so many different times they get over as they get big and they get over and they get that's interesting everyone likes them like team hill no was the big one they seen i forget who that therapist was they seen him for fucking weeks, and they started having to hug each
0: other, and that that continued. They got huge, and that's when Daniel Bryan got his yes movement. That was like my my one idea for our uh, senior project. I remember this for college. Ben, you were in class with me. It hmm. was I was talking to Doctor, uh, uh, what was his name? Doctor, I can't think. it Was Baris uh, oh about <laughs> about how WWE uses the be a star movement to like. They would have their bad guys be those bullies and they would show the bullies like get their come up ins and that's how the be a star thing was back then. Mm-hmm. I could see her I could see your in a broader yeah, strict if they wanted to do sense. that, the ther the therapist thing being like, you know, look at these people struggled with quote unquote mental illness and look how they came out of it, you know. Yeah, the
1: therapist never goes further than backstage segments. And the next thing you know, like, whatever message they put forth backstage is happening in the ring. And then ben, they, they matter, never,
0: right? Then... None of the therapists ever came out to the ring, or did that Dr. No. Smiley come out? Wouldn't that I have been remember. really cool if that could they have been, don't. like, a fight club thing? Like, all of WWE's <laughs> therapists are just not
2: there, you know what I mean? Like, like the those...
1: hosts that one yeah. time they were all, all the different hosts yeah. show up, you know, uh... I tell you.
2: That'd be cool. Well, well guys, uh, while we while you guys were talking about that, I actually just looked up something recently. It was just shared 12 minutes ago on social media that uh, through different wrestling news websites, that WWE is 100% moving ahead with the assumption that Stone Cold will come back 100% to wrestle at this WrestleMania. Really? So WWE is kind of like all in right now.
0: What that, did WWE say? Could you say? or, I, or No, or... They,
2: it's just speculation. But they're like based off of everything, I guess, the rumors behind the scenes or something that they're going to move ahead with it. It could be all 100% bullshit, but a lot of like ringside news and this W – I know it's not really a, a great source that I'm about to say, but WWF Old School, which has thousands upon thousands upon thousands of followers online – Saying that um, they were going to move ahead with the uh, Stone Cold thing that, that he's going to wrestle at WrestleMania against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah, uh,
1: I heard that earlier today that that, you know, exactly what you're saying, that they are moving mm-hmm. forward with the idea that it's happening. Like, um, And, you know, nothing's been said about by Austin about it, and he's pretty outspoken. So.
2: Then again, he might be like, hey, let's keep this under wraps and we'll see if it actually no, no, happens. Yeah, I'm not going to
1: say. Yeah, let's see if it happens. Get, let's get see a good if pop. It, you know,
2: it comes together. How could he imagine put
1: like if it is fresh and just the idea where we never see Austin except for a promo, maybe via satellite or something until Mania and then he comes out. But I mean, you gotta see him on a Raw, so he's yeah. gonna have to show up. He has to show up on the road to WrestleMania like Taker would.
2: Maybe you know? the Raw, maybe the last Raw before Mania Perhaps, he comes yeah. out or Kevin Owens comes out and says, you know, I'm gonna be you know, next month, you know, they don't want to have me booked for a match at Mania. Like, I, I should have left and went somewhere else so they respect me more. You know, then again, I mean, I, I, then maybe it's a good thing I'm not booked for Mania because who, the who wants to be in Texas to wrestle there or something? And all of a sudden, the glass breaks or something.
0: So, do you think the match? Is, so Ben's thinking that if they do do this match, it would be like a match to kind of protect Austin, like a no disqualification match of, of one way or the other. Uh, Glow, could you see this going off as just like a regular singles match, you know, no. and, and Austin actually like color elbow tie-uping with Kevin Owens and stuff like that. And...
2: No, I think we'll see probably the Austin come out with the cutoff. Sure. Uh, new Austin 316 Dallas, you know, or wherever it's going to be like he did mm-hmm. for the Mania a couple years ago when they were in uh, AT&T Stadium. But uh, I, I think they may do something like that where it's like uh, Mania 316. Just to sell merch, you know? So I, I think they, they they could probably do something like that where they have him come out that way and come out in his jeans and boots or whatever. Like not his wrestling gear, but kind of like how Bret Hart came back. Like we were talking about before with, with uh, McMahon where he came out in his fucking Affliction T-shirt and his pants – or his gym shorts – or not his gym shorts, his uh, – Jean shorts that were like right below his knee. Ugh,
0: I think he was wrestling in a fucking. Well, didn't he wrestle in like a fucking? uh You
2: said the affliction shirt, but the uh
0: the, the, didn't he have a, a leather knee pads. On still?
2: No. <laughs> oh, I thought he still had a little bit. No, he had the leather jacket, but he took that off. But when he was in the match, he, he had a, Yeah, he uh, he had the affliction t-shirt on. That's how back it was when those things were cool, even though they're never cool. Um, and he had the jean shorts on below his knees with uh, the knee pads on. It's just a look that you see, and you're like, "This isn't Bret Hart. <laughs> this isn't." <laughs> the I want Bret Hart, the peak want. and black attack, damn it! <laughs> but uh...
0: well, I mean, okay, I, I guess we could confirm it here on wrestling and whatever. We are gonna have Austin versus Owens at WrestleMania. You heard it here first. Huh? Huh?
2: Yeah. Can, can I do that? Can yeah. I do it? <laughs> uh,
0: but you know, we'll just go with that, and then you know, we'll just retract it after. Hey. It's always better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission, baby. So,
2: and that's what the some of the, that's what most of the wrestlers in the back should do nowadays. They should just ask
0: for permission, no
2: forgiveness. I'm not ask for permission. Wow. When we were on our break, I was thinking too. Uh, when we were just getting right back on the air here, that I think another reason why a lot of wrestlers don't do that in wrestling nowadays to try to get over too is because it's back then they didn't really have contract contracts you know what i mean like nowadays it's like everything's like okay wwe will sue you if you do this
0: i guess you're right i think i think all throughout the 90s and whenever the wwe pretty much has and always will have a one-sided contract in their favor Marketably so i mean if you're a multi-billion dollar company you're hiring these people to go out on television and you know what i mean you have to have those rights to, uh, I guess. Like, what would it be? Would you
2: say um, conflict of interest? No, like I guess fine.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, just in case you do something wrong or whatever. I, I think you have to think about that. They're putting the wrestlers' lives out there on television, and they're they're promising that like you know you guys go out there and you just stick to the script if you don't if you do it by accident yeah and you're not like gonna hijack the show that's one thing but if you go out there and then you go i'm out here on monday night raw at the top of the hour to say uh fuck you uh you know western hemisphere you know like you do that yeah you're gonna get in trouble you know i i just don't think what would be something and I, either of you guys could answer this question And Ben, if you if you can think uh, and you want to go first, go for it. But what would be something that you think a wrestler could do to go out there and be like, we're going to change things up a bit? It's not going to be, you know, I'm going to not not even use that old term, grasp the, the ring or whatever, go for the gold ring, but just be like what Lesnar said, you know, go out there. Grab brass ring, I think they say, right? Yeah, but not to do that, but you know what I mean, you know? Like, what do you think they can do? Yeah. Because
1: everything's so controlled. They don't even do their own promos anymore. I mean, you can put your own spin on it. Jericho has said it best. He goes, When they would give him the scripted promos, he would always add this little here's and there's. And you can see where it is. Like, yeah, baby. Like, he probably fucking that was in a promo and he just said it somewhere. And it became such a catchphrase for so long. And it's something so simple. Or like the Ayatollah rock and roll. You know, it's just something he threw in that was so dumb and lame. And that's the kind of stuff that, yeah, it'll just catch on and they won't care too much. If the next fucking time there's signs that say the ayatollah rock and roll or whatever there is right they're not going to care like i think uh one of the best ones is they said when they showed up the next night from the king of the ring uh 96 where austin coined the 316 no one said and told him to say that they gave him a little bit of problem about saying that the next night there was 316 signs everywhere you know what i mean that's how it's not just a guy okay Not just a wrestler getting himself over; it's connecting with the fans, and then the fans helping him get over when they show up for him. Now you show up on social media for him; you start following him; you tweet about him; you hashtag him; all that shit. You know, it's a little bit different, but it's up to the wrestler to get over now. Like, and they got to start with the fans; they got to connect
2: with the fans. And Austin three sixteen was only said that one time. He's never said it after that.
1: Because Austin, no, the Austin three season. I just whipped your ass. It was such a big line. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if he said it again or not. He never did.
2: Like no, that that's the staff. You can look that up. He's only said it once, and that was at that King of the Ring. And then after that, it had created such a mind of its own where everyone was so on board with it that it was only T-shirts. So
0: he's never said it. Isn't that interesting? Jay is just a box of wrestling facts. This episode. Fact, they're pretty awesome, though. yeah. I really enjoyed that. Like Brock Western Western one. Yeah. The key. yeah, that was a cool one, too. I, I, I you know, like, and I, what do you think, Jay Glow? Is there something that modern day wrestlers could do that that are not a- akin to not just taking over the promotion or holding a knife up to a baby's neck? Like, what do you think they could do to grab just like the attention? Like, you know, here's my spot i'm gonna go out there and knock it out of the park you know what i mean like what's something they can do promos
2: all promos but then you're you're saying
0: take you know take it into your own
2: yeah make it your own and i I hate to say that old saying of being yourself don't be yourself you gotta go out there and sell yourself like you gotta go out there and you have to be even if you're a good guy or a bad guy you have to have personality and it seems like a lot of these guys their personalities are just in the weight room or they're just you know like 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 Brock said, everyone's just worried about their next high spot where people are going to be talking about. like, Oh my God, you see what, you know, did you see what Seth Rollins did on that ladder? Oh my God. Like that. Yeah. That's, that's it. Seth Rollins whole like laughing gimmick all the time. Type of thing, it's everything. It's kind of getting old. Um, it's, it's like Sammy Zayn. Like he took Sami Zayn's fucking gimmick and like, it was just because he's a bigger name in the company and he's held the WWE championship. He's like using it for leverage, but Personally, I think we, you know, I really like what I saw Austin Theory do in NXT with Johnny Gargano, like just how he was, you know, he had those quick zingers. No one has those anymore. No one could like, like what Ben was saying. No one ad libs or makes the most of their time when they're on when they're on the camera. It just seems like everyone's just there. Everyone's always so serious, or you know, like Damian Priest for example. I like Damian Priest's character. If he could, because of his size, his agility, his look he really, if he was to act somewhat, like, let's say, it's hard to say The Rock because The Rock's really his own guy, but, like, somebody like Jericho, like, if you had something like that where you were just, I don't want to say bullying somebody, but just getting maybe a laugh out of the audience and, like, or just doing something. People want to remember stuff. They want to be like, oh, man, when he did that, that was great, or... Oh, my God. Or if he's like back in, you know, back in the, the, the Aditary, why we love this so much is it was basically ad lib. But all those guys, when they are with each other, they work so well and they mesh so well together because there are so many different personalities and so many ways people were, were trying to find a way to get over because they're really fighting for their life. I know we talk about that a lot, too, like competition is always great. Competition is great for business, but really within the company. You didn't have competition back in 2000, you know, I'll say three to 2007, 2008, because at that point, WCW was, you know, uh, a memory and, and people in there, it was like, okay, it's raw versus SmackDown. We want ruthless aggression and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, the guys that came up, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Batista, all these guys created their own persona. Now, granted, Batista had evolution, Brock Lesnar had Paul, and he was portrayed as the beast. And you know, Randy Orton—I'm sorry, not Randy Orton—John uh, Cena. He was his own guy. Like a lot of these people, they created themselves. And one thing I just want to also add in there, Becky Lynch had mentioned in her podcast—not um, her podcast, but when she was on the Broken Skull Sessions, when John Cena was talking to her, he was—he was like, "I don't—I don't know who you are," like y- you. I don't know your persona. Like you're Becky Lynch, but like, I don't know who you are. Like you're not a household name. No one's really talking about you. And you need to go out there and make a name for yourself. That's, you know, a household name. And I guess when she went off and did her whole thing and broken nose from Nia Jax and this, that, the other thing, she became the man. And then she main evented WrestleMania and won the championship. Like that's when he's like, Hey, it's the man, you know And I mean? You know, it's one of those types of things. It's one of those types of stories where it's like, okay. Cena gets it. As much as we hated him for years because he was always on top, he gets it. He gets it. And I mean But do
0: you understand how hard that is for those particular stars to align for any wrestler to get over like that? So you have to take the Becky Lynch angle. All right. Let's just talk about that. That night that we're gonna solidify that she did become the man in that arena was after she got hit in the face by uh Becky Lynch or by Nia Jax and it was an invasion angle, right? It was a Raw versus Smackdown thing.
3: Yes, I, I believe. Think so, Yep. Yep.
0: And then she was up so so do you Ben and Jay Glow, I don't think you could understand how like that was that looked so organic, but that was not staged. There's no, no way that any WWE writing could have had a woman is going to punch another woman in the nose so hard that it's going to break it. And then you're going to jump the guardrail. You're going to go up those steps. You're going to turn around and you're going to have that, that iconic, that's an iconic modern day image. It is in wrestling wrestling history. You know what I mean? Like you can't write that. So, so these people that are coming up now are like, Oh, well, they're just going to write something for me and I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be the best wrestler, the best tag team wrestler ever. Like, they can't write those that stuff for you. You have to go out. And you have to just, like... I don't know, be in the right place at the right time. Like, all those stars have to... to... That means Nijax needed to not be, you know... A, I mean, a, she had to be a bitch, obviously. But she had to not care that she was going to swing and throw, like, you know, fucking potatoes. Just like the iconic shot of, of McMahon coming up from underneath the ring or yeah right he came up from the ring post and his face was all bloody
2: yeah something like that was zach gowan yeah
0: zach out like you know what i mean like i don't know like that or when he pulled
2: the hood off of his head too and he was like it's me austin you know Mm. that type of thing i mean i remember those
0: yeah but i i think the blood when something you can't control happens that whole austin it's me thing All like they wrote that down right but I'm saying, like the the punch in the face to break someone's nose, yeah. All that had to line up. the the, the particular cut that you have to get on your face that when you are there to look up and peek over a, a ring to get that you know image that could have been that could have been a little bit more scripted.
2: And that's what she said too. She's like, she you know, normally you'll wipe all that blood off when it's coming out of your face, but she was like, no, that this, and she knew better I'm gonna, too.
0: I'm gonna keep it.
2: She knew shot. to keep it going yeah. exactly for the shot where she was concussed at the time too. She said, but, uh, really, she, yeah, she concussed and broke her nose, but she was just sitting there like, you know, like, okay, that's all you got bitch type of thing. And I mean, like you said, iconic where I'll always have that image in my face. And once again, it's one of those things, what are they going to remember you by? What do they know you as? Yes. You're Becky Lynch, but you're the man. That That's your moniker. So that's what I think a lot of these other people are missing too. But I mean, like you said, Mikey, it's, when When is it going to happen? When you have that moment, are you going to use it? Are you going to go above and beyond with that moment that you're given? Or are you going to just, you know...
0: If that was any other girl wrestler that got hit in the face like that, they would have probably been like, I just need to get out of here and get checked on. I'm not going to... Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: But refs, like Reps come around her outside <laughs> right. while she's on her knees or whatever. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And clean it up real quick. Like, you know, like, I don't think... A lot of people could understand the severity of having all of those particular stars aligned. I'm not gonna say something stupid like fate because you know I don't think that's a real thing, but like
2: I don't know, it's just kiss. I don't know when I say kiss, like Brit, I it's like. like Brit Baker as well, with their match with Thunder Rose. With that, and they were right all there. bloody. There you go, the she's, on t-shirt. <laughs> she's on a t shirt, she's on a t shirt. The DMD, it's her face covered in blood in the M between DMD and. Like I said that's just smart and that's why she's the fucking champion she has been because that was an iconic moment. That's really what elevates. That's why I think the women's division in AEW is a lot better than WWE's.
0: That's interesting. That's an interesting uh statement you put there. I think a lot of people would think the other way, but I'm Yeah.
2: That's good. Everyone's everyone has their
0: own opinion. Everyone's a fucking snowflake. No. Yeah. Well, well but uh <laughs> this is... So, what else do we got, boys? Well, I mean, Ben, can Uh you remember iconic images that weren't? That were just... Austin, WrestleMania 13, bleeding in the sharpshooter. It's like one of those... Okay, there
2: you go. That's That's another one. You're absolutely right. They also made a t-shirt out of that. (laughs) Why is everybody's
0: bloody face making t-shirts here? Yeah, like... No, you're absolutely right. The
1: 316 says, I just whipped your ass and I'm coming back in a wheelchair. Well, I mean, a snowmobile. Not a snowmobile. A snowmobile. <laughs> in Texas? I in, like Texas. I do in Texas.
0: Fucking global uh, doesn't exist. Four wheeler. I want to see the snowmobile now. <laughs> no, From Mobile, Alabama, snowmobile. bringing the, the carcass of Paul Bear down in the back of it. Uh, Stop so it right now. He's already wow. dead. He's already. Who? Paul,
1: Paul Bear? Bear? Yeah. Yeah, he has passed.
0: So I can't, I can't get anybody else more dead than if they're already dead. (laughs) Is there anything deader than dead besides this podcast?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we're canceled.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, we're going to come upon, unless there's something else we want to talk about, we could end this at, uh, well, I don't know where it's actually at. And the folks listening here, the fine folks listening probably want us to go on forever. But we could do some cleanup news here uh, for... wrestling and forever. <laughs> hey, it's like jackass forever. <laughs> the little heart. Um what about that? What about we're having, you know, Sami Zayn and and uh, Johnny Knoxville, the feud continues post uh post the Royal Rumble. I mean, I tell you what, man, if they're going to pull any celebrity in, you know, it might as well be Johnny Knoxville,
2: I guess, right? Yeah, why not? He's already brain damaged enough. Oh, i don't say that.
0: I mean, it's true, don't. but uh, do you think any other uh celebrities mesh well with WWE or, or AEW? I mean, I, I can't, Shaq,
2: Shaq, Shaq and AEW, that was a great spot. Does that go together like what? Yeah, Toe like Jam and Earl, yeah, like Earl Hebner and Screwjobs. <laughs> oh, god,
0: uh, Ben, what do you think about celebrities putting themselves in any wrestling?
1: I mean, it's always happened since. The, like, are we just talking about WrestleMania or all the to- all time?
0: All the time, we can talk about all the time. Well, I yes. mean,
1: it's been always a big deal. Wrestle like celebrities have always gotten involved with wrestling. Andy Kaufman and you know Memphis oh. with Lawlers, one of the most famous. And then you know, coming up with Mr. T WrestleMania one, and then. So on and so forth. Every WrestleMania has been a big deal. And then, you know, when Vince needs a pop, he'll always go find some celebrity that's doing something and bring them in. Even if they're like, you know, a a sports athlete, like when he brought Tyson in or something. So they always seem to co-mingle well, the ones that actually know what's going on and like to be in, you know, can actually be in the ring. So, I mean, I don't like it personally, but I think it gets the business some kind of like mainstream media, so it works for everybody, you know. It gets the like coverage wrestling, you know, should always have because it's a sport, but doesn't really get. But if it gets the rub from that big time Hollywood star, you know, everything will cover it. And then, you know, at least the thing we like the most is kind of like on and are talked about. So I guess it's twofold the way I, you know, can appreciate it, but really
2: don't care for it. I get you. I get you. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know what would be a big name for WWE to get at WrestleMania, kind of like how Mike Tyson was and how yeah. Floyd Mayweather was with uh, Big Show. I yeah. personally think Conor McGregor because yeah, of how fine. much of a, a household name he's still fighting, but he's he just broke his uh, ankle. Shit, he he broke something his last fight. And he, there was a no contest because he broke his ankle, so it was game over. But he, uh, he's rehabbing and he's looking really big now. Um, man, that would be a huge name to bring into WWE. To like, Johnny Knoxville is a big name too. Don't get me wrong; he's very well known throughout you know the world. But man, somebody like Conor McGregor at WWE just to like be that asshole there, kind of like how Floyd Mayweather was with Big Show. Like, I think that would be huge.
0: Would you say more f- more so for like legitimate, Legitimacy, uh, legitimizing, legitimacy? yeah, <laughs> couldn't say that um, word again.
2: Um, legitimacy, yeah. um, it's uh, maybe it's it's or more when... so,
0: or more so, are you just thinking like the asshole? like Tyson and, and how yeah, Tyson and... was
2: so huge in the 90s, yeah, and yeah. like to get him in there, like th- we've seen in so many documentaries when they said, you know. Well, they, you know, WWE, they, you know, Vince got Mike Tyson, up at Mini. He was like, oh, shit. No, we, we got to go bigger now, you know, from what Bishop was saying. But like to get somebody that actually people would be like, oh, shit, McGregor's there now because everyone knows McGregor as like this, you know, you er- either really love the guy or you really fucking hate him. And I think having somebody like that in WWE pay him X amount of dollars, kind of like you pay Brock. Um, But just to show up that one time, I think that would be absolutely huge. Like see him, like knock out quote unquote somebody, or to have like some sort of an MMA fight. Like I think that would be huge. Like maybe next year in Hollywood, McGregor versus Lesnar or something like that. Tease that because I mean they're both UFC guys. I wouldn't say Lashley, but. Are the they main... both in the
0: same? Are they both
2: in the same weight class? though? No, they're Cause not. Because I think
0: McGregor smaller,
2: right? But was Mayweather and fucking Big Show in the no, same No, but class? I'm just.
0: I mean, yeah, you didn't know. That. Yeah, Big Show only weighed 199. He was doing reverse crash. He was like, yeah. I only weigh 99 pounds.
2: <laughs> but uh, I think that would be huge for the business, and I, and I know that McGregor has put his seeds out there about talking shit on WWE. So I mean,
0: that could work. You know, going back to people coming back to the WWE, there were two other names, and I, I forgot to talk about this when we were talking about Cody, uh, that were kind of floating around that might also come back to WWE or to WWE from AEW when their time is up. I don't know if either of you heard these other two names, but they were talking about Chris Jericho coming back. I don't know when, but just like if they're saying that Cody Rhodes would come back to WWE, then then they're also saying that when their time is up with AEW, that a Chris Jericho would come back and B Daniel Bryan would come back. Are any of those names a little bit more familiar with like, you think, Oh yeah. After they get their, you know, stint out with AEW, they'll come back to WWE. Or do you think, nah, they're done with WWE and, you know, thank you. Goodbye. Next.
1: Jericho, the rumor is like, he wants to come back. He hasn't burned any bridge. And like, that's the rumor today that now Jericho is interested in moving back to WWE when his contract is up. However, it's not um, what I hear. I don't think Daniel Bryan will ever go back. It's just my opinion. I don't know anything right. like in the know. I just don't see him going and putting himself under the WWE's wing and where, while he's able to wrestle wherever he wants, whenever he wants. I think he's probably – that yes movement was a big deal, and I think he probably made enough for himself to be comfortable so he could do his wrestling. And Daniel Bryan, one thing I like about him, I actually really appreciate about him is he is a wrestling fan and will wrestle for us forever. Even put his body on the line for us. Mm -hmm. I've liked him since the beginning. I'm the biggest American Dragon fan. I really wish I could be watching more of him in AEW to tell you the truth, but fuck, he is a good wrestler. I've always appreciated him so much. So I hope he never goes back. I don't think he will. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think Jericho's going to show back up there. He was on the network. He's well going to be welcomed back. He's a big draw. So. They'll bring them
0: back. Like you said, no, no bridges were burned between either of the two. You know, I, you know, honestly, I guess maybe even with Cody Rhodes, either the three, but it's all uh, business, and they know that. Yeah, and like I said, I think, I think in the end, if you guys call me a conspiracy nut, call me whatever you want,
2: conspiracy um, nut,
0: but you know, uh, call me a rapist,
2: you rapist, oh, Mike,
0: my, Mike. My- <laughs> You're, What's that? you're not what? you're not that oh, kind no.
1: of devious son of a bitch. Ah, you're right. I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I, you I, went to, I went to places we did things I what am I talking about? We <laughs> I don't know. Together. Uh, we, we did things together. We did something oh, yeah, you know, together. You rapists I
0: did I did cause Mike.
1: You, I mean I, Jake, what the fuck? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, nobody's a therapist here. Nobody. That is I'm a, a full on for... nobody's. Full a
0: on here. uh Rapist. No. Philanthropist. Oh my god. No, I was trying god. to do an always sunny thing. Anyway. Will
1: you stop <laughs> All
0: right. Well getting back to it. The the whole uh you know Jericho thing would be interesting. You know, maybe, maybe not. Uh Daniel Bryan, I could see I could see on your end of like, you know, he's he, he will wrestle forever. He enjoys the business. Not so he enjoys the wrestling aspect of the business. He doesn't enjoy the business, he doesn't enjoy the, doesn't enjoy the politics that happen. When you're at a big company like the WWE, but like, you know, again, if we wanted to come back full circle to what we started this podcast with, to what we're going to end it this evening, a Cody Rhodes coming back, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to be the shocker that if you weren't a diehard AEW fan, that like, they're not going to rip your heart out over. I, I don't, I don't see the big deal you know what I mean I me get me it either. dusty Rhodes. dusty Rhodes would make more of an impact if he came back now I I, I, I think oh. I, well I am you know I know he's dead but dusty <laughs> Rhodes.
3: <laughs>
1: but even
0: gold I think gold dust would make a big shocker you know what I mean but then the Well, Cody.
1: dustin they asked Dustin right away today and he said no way well, he loves aew you know he's never he's not leaving I just Man, unless Cody shows up on WWE and he's like on the TV and stuff, I just don't buy it. I think it's kind of a work swerve. What I mean, if he doesn't show up at Elimination Chamber, he's gonna do something big at Revolution, don't you, Matt? And then if he doesn't, then if he doesn't do anything at AEW Revolution on March 7th, he's got to show up at Mania. And if that doesn't happen, then what the fuck? We don't know what's up with Cody Rhodes, right? It would be
0: so crazy because you got to think about it. He's got two. Aside, uh, you know, being on AEW, he has two shows that are in production on TNT or TBS. He's got his roads yeah. TNT, and then he's got that game show. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's kind of it weird makes too. Are no those sense. are those shows ending so that he could go to WWE, or is he going to still do it while he's in WWE? You know. None of this makes
1: any sense at the moment. Besides him saying he could show up anytime he wants on WWE TV. He hasn't been under contract for a long while. He's not under 90 day no compete. So um, if he's not showing up in WWE, it's a work until he does. I I mean,
0: if everybody is saying that it's such a loving and caring and whatever backstage, you know, environment for AEW, why is someone, why is that happening? Why is that sour? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Cody Rhodes would be the most respectable person backstage. You know, I could see maybe any of those other guys being douche wagons or whatever, but like, you know, what happened with Cody Rhodes that he fell out with Tony Khan when they were making a company together, you know, like it's interesting. What could have, right? What could have gone so wrong?
1: Like, okay. The only thing I see, and I don't want to exclude Gia Glow because we kind of been, you know, I don't think he's mentioned anything in a moment. But, Jake Low, do you think the influx of, like, all this new talent kind of made, you know, Cody Rhodes, like, you know, I don't know, 2nd guess like, he wasn't making those decisions and Khan was, like, taking control of the company?
2: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I mean, it's Tony Khan's company. He's the one paying for it. And the same thing with Vince. Vince pays for WWE's, the owner. They're both the owners of the said companies that it, it really goes through them. I know Tony Khan, they said that they, it was all a, you know, a... Uh, they think of it. They think of this idea. They all, uh, you know, agree to it at some point, but when it comes down to it, it's the owner of uh, the owner and the, the guy that's running the shit, that's going to be all up to him. So I I think Cody Rhodes personally I, I wrestle here and there, like he has been doing, I think that works out well for him. But I mean, if he, maybe they just had a kid too. Maybe he just yeah. wants to be a father. I, I don't know. I really, it doesn't, Cody Rhodes doesn't matter to me, in my opinion. I liked when he went over to new Japan. I liked when he was doing stuff for ring of honor and he was just like the prove it type of stage. Like, Hey guys, WWE let me go. Fuck you. I'm going to show you what you lost out on. And he did. He, he had some, you know, murmurs going on for a while and then thought of AEW with the bucks and Tony and all them. That was huge as well. I mean, monumental times in in wrestling history where it's like, okay, this could be a potential competitor, and then everyone that we know is going there. If you can't make it to WWE or you get released, that's where you go to try to make a name for yourself. And That's why I think a lot of people get turned on to that fact, because we all know as fans that WWE is very, not scripted, but it's very do as you're told, not do as I say. So um, I don't know. I, if, honestly, Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes don't really give a fuck where they go or what they do. Um, but to add on to what you guys were saying before about Brian mm-hmm. Danielson going back or Chris Jericho, I have to agree with Ben. I think pros- more than likely Jericho um, after his feud with uh, Tito and uh, – no, I'm sorry, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, but I think after that, I mean, it's just going to be uh, – I don't think Brian Danielson goes back either interesting
1: Where, you know where do we find like i don't know if we want to you know, talk about it because i know we kind of mentioned jaylo and i but uh adam cole in the title picture do you think that's what the next world title match is going to be after revolution coming up or
2: i think so if to, to answer that i i think i think they're going to try to replicate maybe what uh what uh nxt was doing with adam cole i think they might try to replicate that but make it better um i just it,
1: aw's got such a like powder keg in with that adam cole omega when he comes back young bucks red dragon and wherever that fucking big that's like a fucking nwo thing waiting to swallow that company you right. know what I mean? That is like such a powerful clique of guys who were the same clique in Japan, and now they're finally about all back together. Every one of them, you know.
0: Right? Could they throw an angle like that, and everybody go, "Oh, it's just an NWO angle," or "Oh, they're just doing the shit they did in New Japan Pro," or could they do something different with it, and people it's- stateside be like impressed with it? You know?
1: I mean, I don't know if they could do
0: anything different. You're absolutely right, Mike. To tell you the truth, but
1: how long has it been since the NWO? You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it would be cool if they did something where Khan goes berserk, fires all these major stars. Fucking bunch I one after another. Bang, bang, bang. And then all of a sudden they come back with an invasion angle where they're like Biz Cliz or Bullet Club or something. Because hmm. I know Tom Otonga now has announced in New Japan he's gonna he's like a solo agent with instead of the Gorillas of Destiny, right? And he could be showing up in AEW, I've heard anytime. He's a big Bullet Club member and a star like there's so many of these same faction guys showing up in AEW. They're going to have to, like, acknowledge it at some point. But it's also such a big powder keg. Like I mentioned, it could swallow that company.
0: Yeah, that's just it's, – it's crazy to think what's going to happen. And I think uh, in the upcoming weeks we'll have more to, to talk about. It's going to be – wrestling is interesting. It's getting there. It's getting really good, um, just like, again, between the three of us, we have to find a little bit more time to sit and actually watch uh, watch things just to kind of get into it a little bit. Not into it, but just to absorb it better. The next pay-per-view for AEW is, what'd you say, All Out? No, it's going to be Revolution on Revolution. March 7th. And then um, we have um, the Elimination Chambers, which is in, what, two weeks? No, no it's, it's, s- sa- it's This
2: Saturday. This Saturday. In Abu Dhabi.
1: Oh, yeah. That's one that of is the... so wild. Did you see, did anybody notice that Bubba Ray Dudley, Um, he mentioned what he would do with the whole world title match, is he would have Goldberg beat him in Abu Dhabi and then have uh, Roman beat him on SmackDown the next week, the next Friday. They said that would be, like, he put that out there. He said it would be good because fucking people love, the reason Goldberg's always on the card is he's, like, the biggest draw they have down there is huge like they want they ask him for him every single time so imagine if they put the belt on him isn't that where he took it off the fiend right down in abu dhabi yeah yeah
2: <laughs> yes, yeah like
1: you never come back from abu dhabi you know like with goldberg who's next you know that would goldberg. ruin
2: his title reign though but then I again just,
1: the thing is like they always fucking goldberg has been built so hot, big time the only one he's really fallen too hard is taker but he almost killed taker as well they always put Goldberg over and now he's going against fucking the Hogan push Roman, you know? So I'm interested to see what they, if they like bury like Goldberg, like he puts him down or, you know, some kind of schmoz happens or something
2: weird, you know, God knows what's (laughs) going to happen.
0: That'll be interesting too. We'll, we'll try to cover that in our uh, uh, upcoming shows, but uh, boys, if we have nothing else to talk about, I think we're going to call it. Uh, yeah. We thank everybody for tuning in and listening to the number one podcast. In, no, I'm not kidding. I we're probably like what eight million six hundred and seventy-five on the rankings. I don't even know if there's eight there's probably eight million podcasts. There has to be. There has the to be since the pandemic, absolutely. Are you listening to this shit when you could be listening to other that ones? True. Yeah. But uh we'll be back again with another excellent episode of Wrestling and Whatever. Uh, For Jay Glow and the Ben Wayne, I'm Mikey Dangerously saying we'll see you up there.